At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, and fishing needs, go to eastport.info. Now let's get this show started. What's up, guys? You're watched, you're you're listening to the final cast on the Panel of Fin Podcast Network. I'm Brad. And I'm Matt. And Brad okay. has a little sticky ball. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. If you're not if you're not watching that on YouTube, it doesn't sound it's weird. It sounds even better. <laughs> No, my wife has some play, oh. play foam at the house, so I, I'm just been messing with it while we're recording. It's kind of fun. Brings Dude, me back that, to my like, that unlocked a deep, dark, <clears throat> lost memory for me because I used to play with that stuff. And I remember when I was like eight or nine years old, <laughs> I literally did that. I made it in a flat thing, and I was like, "That looks like a rice cake," and I ate it. <laughs> it didn't taste like a rice cake, man. It tasted really bad. Let's try it. Oh yeah, Ugh. yeah, it's not good. It tastes like straight ammonia <laughs> in your mouth. <laughs> that's not good oh yeah no no so yeah dude what's new yeah well hold on let's start it off here what is new in your box how about that new in the box i've got something new in the box it's not necessarily a lure uh well it kind of is so i'll start off with something small mega bass screw head uh, uh yeah those little, are sweet yeah this little thing's money man um i fell in love with it a couple years ago and i stopped throwing it but perfect little finesse swim bait and they make one without the propeller on it so you don't if you want to go like super finesse you can but hold that up like, to the camera i want to see yeah, the head of it i like little propellers so it's kind of shaped like that jig master sled head it looks like a little bit yeah it's got the this groove oh, underneath yeah. so it cuts through a little bit differently um the only plus with the jig master sled head which is the plus for a lot of them is it has the screw lock this just has the single yeah. molded wire keeper which will hold your bait but if you get short striked, it will rip your bait in half. So see, those are good for when you're using Z-Man plastics. Z-Man on corkscrews? No, no bueno. No, no. Yeah, I don't know why. It's it's weird that that elastic just doesn't want to like screw on. I know they uh, nuts. They made that new shaky head worm, and I bought a pack, and I was like, oh, I'll put these on a shaky head, and I've got one of the yeah. 
six cents heavier shaky heads. I was like, oh, I'm going to throw that, you know, and I'd try to get it on there. And it took me like 45 minutes to get it through one spiral. And I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm just not doing it. I did the so, same thing. I, I bought some of those finesse worms that they sell. Yeah, Friday. dude. I mean, they look awesome and I really want to fish them, but like I want to fish them as a shaky head. Yeah. And I mean, I guess I could could do a Carolina rig. I could do a Carolina rig. That's could, but uh, Zoom... Zoo, like the zoom trick worms on a uh, shaky head are pretty good. I like those. Yes, they are. I've got like 15 things of those. The uh, Sixth Sense Divine Shaky Worm is great. It's huh. great because it comes in a bunch of weird colors and I like them. Um, so just to jump from little tiny screw head to the new reel in the box. Oh, Yeah, the XSDC SSXG. <laughs> yes, our boy. If you listen to the show, uh, which will come out. What on the twenty? It was the show last week. If you're listening to it now, it was the one last week. Yep, it was the show last week. We talked about with uh, Cameron on there. Talked about online buying and stuff, and we went to what I like to call the the real plug, YG Japan on eBay. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's got some crazy deals. Brad, tell him what you got. I got a Scorpion MLG man. MGL, my bad. <laughs> MGL, yeah, MLG, no, MLG. But MGL. Oh, yes. <laughs> MGL, yeah, that I got to try it after work today. That that reel is amazing. It's funny because I've been trying to get you to like jump into the JDM like overseas reel market for like two years now, and you're like, oh, I don't do it. I don't need to do it. And then you do it once. And what was your text to me earlier today, man? I'm, I'm just gonna, gonna buy. I'm gonna buy all JDM stuff. <laughs> no, I said I wanted. I want to switch over my reels to MGLs. Mm-hmm. All so MGLs like, and all JDMs. Looking at the uh, Metanium MGL next. Now that is uh, amazing, real to say the least. And then you have the you need to look at the Bantam MGL Money Reel. That's the one I uh, had. We were on the float when I first got it last year, and I let you cast it. It had the jerk bait on it, and it was like throwing it a quarter mile. Yeah, um, that was sweet. Yeah, dude, it is MG. The MGL technology is just a whole another ball game. That should be, I want, we should talk about that. I want to try your uh, X-Sense that you got. Yeah, dude. I, well, I want to try it too because I literally got it yesterday and got home and I was looking at it and then I was so tired from work. I was like, you know what? It'll be here in the morning, which is the first time I've ever done that. That's how tired I was. And I got home today, went to my storage unit to get the kayak and the motor because I'm going fishing tomorrow and got home, looked at my keys, still had the storage unit lock on it. So I just left. I drove back real quick all my hunting stuff and other kayak stuff's in there. Doors wide open. Didn't close the door. I was gone for like 30 minutes. I was like, well, thank God nothing got stolen. Yeah. So, yeah. So when I got home, I had enough time to put line on it, reline another one. <laughs> uh, oh, last thing I want to say, I am happily now part of the Douglas family. And I'll tell you what, as someone who's been a JDM guy forever, uh, my mega bash rods are pretty much all, out of my possession now sold them all that's these crazy. are the best rods i've ever touched in my life so that's yeah. awesome put that out there but what well, well we'll have to do another show uh especially if we get fred con toy on we can talk about rod design and douglas oh that'd be, that'd be a sure. fun one. Oh yeah for sure but um Anyway, yeah, me and Matt did a float with Justin Marshall this weekend, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. And then later on the episode, we're going to talk about technique-specific line. So, 
Yeah, let's talk about our trip, man, because we had a pretty good trip. Oh, it was, man. We finally got a little break in the weather here in Ohio. It's which it's back to what is it, fifty-one degrees outside? So you know, yeah, it was whatever. cold. Yeah, I was. I was. I wore a sweatshirt today, and I was still a little chilly. So great. Um, but yeah, dude, we had a break. It was awesome. Drove out to little ways away, but it was worth it. It was good. It was like my first time on that you. stretch. Yeah, hour away from me, forty-five for you. But it was it was my first time on that stretch, and it did not disappoint. Heck at yeah. All. We uh, we got into fish like almost immediately, didn't we? Right we off. We did. That. We did. And if our listeners had listened to the uh, the application episode, oh, we yeah. got all our all our fish during the major lunar phase of that day. So, I was gonna tell Jimmy that. I forgot all about it. I should text I know. him. I, I I'll text him after here, but I'll forget. So Jimmy, if you're listening, your app really worked awesome, and we caught all our fish during the major lunar period. Yeah, and then it kind of like died the rest of the float. I mean, I picked up a few every couple miles, but yeah, I mean the rest of the float it, it kind of died out. What and I was talking to Justin about it when we were driving back to get my truck. He caught that one uh, smallie. He caught that during the minor lunar phase, right at the end of it. What, so, which one? The one, what was it? Is the the pretty much the last good fish of that float because the rest of the fish we just all caught were dinks, which okay. smallmouth, dink, smallmouth, you know, are worth it, but still. Um, it's the one though, right before that, the not rapids, but the I guess they were rapids where I almost got spooled by a carp in that eddy. Oh, yeah, it was like right before that because he was across the way and uh. Yeah, that was another fun experience. Had a giant carp literally take almost all the line <laughs> down to my mono backer on my Shimano Stratic 3000. And uh, yeah, that was a fun time. And by yeah, fun, he, he, he went back out into the current and you had to kind of let the drag loose or something. Yeah, I had to let I was in an eddy and I saw I should have known they were carp, but I saw two fish and I was like, oh, my Lord, did I get lucky and find the only two bedding smallmouth? So I threw a little finesse swim bait over there, reeled it back, and it just turned on it immediately. And I was like, oh, that it has to be a smallmouth because carp don't turn on stuff that quick. Oh, yeah, it was carp because he just grabbed it. He jumped a little bit. I just saw brown and orange. And then he just took off like he was running from the cops. <laughs> Dude, it was, I mean, I and I was sitting there like kind of stunned when he jumped because when I first set the hook, I was like, yeah, I mean, he gutted it. Like, I was like, this is a small mouth. He hit that so hard set the hook and then I saw it jump and I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. And my <laughs> kayak kept going to the current and I was like, Oh no. So I loosened my drag real quick, backed up. And the time I got back to the bank, I looked down at my reel and I saw monofilament as my backer. And I was like, Oh no, tighten my drag up, started reeling into it. And it's still pulling drag. My drag's all the way tight. And I was like, you know what, man, I'm not risking it. So I just put my rod straight and just grabbed my spool and just held it. And all I feel is, and I was like, yeah, yep, he's gone. So yeah, it's a carp. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I didn't care at all. Like I, I, it was fun for like eight seconds. And then I was like, all right, this is, I'm done. Yeah. That was the straight, same stretch. I caught a 28 inch carp on uh chatterbait in the middle of the river last year. It's probably the same carp dude, because he just like, he, <laughs> he's getting revenge. He's like, yeah, I'm going to eat everything and break them all off. Cause he was like ferocious. Yeah. It's so weird though. Like chucking a chatterbait and that thing just nails it. I was like, it's so weird. What well, what I find weird is when I'm chucking a chatterbait or a spinner bait or a crankbait and I'm nowhere near the bottom <clears throat> and a catfish comes up and like destroys it. That's what yeah. that's weird to me. Like that's just 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 being a predator fish out of nowhere and swimming it, you know, 
crazy speeds to catch up to my chatterbait. Yeah. And I hate it because they're just gross when they get to, but eh, it's not about it. So yeah. River catfish are different. They've they'll sit in riffles and stuff with small mouth and eat feed up on bait and crap. It's weird. Yeah. And small mouth. It's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah if they're big enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but yeah, I mean, you weren't wrong. We caught all those, the majority of our really good fish, like right at the beginning of the trip. Um, I mean, and man, we were, they you were caught fat. two, how, how many, two 17s, uh, Justin yeah. caught a 17, I think. And then I caught yeah. a 20 and that was all within like 30 minutes. Yeah. Not even to say I threw, I caught the, that first 17 and a quarter or three quarters within maybe five minutes of actually casting that spinnerbait and he hit it great pinned it awesome and when it came out all three of us were like oh that's a huge fish like having a mike iconelli moment with every fish and i was like dude it's and justin's looking he's like that's every bit of 18 and a quarter and i was like yeah i'm thinking 18 and a half and then brad's like it might be 19 i put it on the board it's 17 three quarter i was like what the heck dude but it was just fat it was just a fat fish yeah dude it was i mean oh but you're 20 like I was across, you had moved, and I was across, and I just see you pull this monster out of the water, and I was like, "Oh God!" I was like, "That's you, every bit of a 20. You didn't believe me. It, you didn't believe it was a twenty until I showed you the picture, though. You're like twenty, really? Did you? Oh really? yeah, no. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's because when we go out with Brad and he's fishing, and we lose sight of him for five seconds, he's like, "Yeah, I caught a fish," and he's screaming and hollering, and we can't hear it, or we can't see him. We're like, "Oh, he's just catching all the fish." And we get there, and he's like, "Yeah, I caught a twenty. Yeah, no, okay, well." whatever <laughs> i really did this time yeah this, yeah awesome. this time you ever hear the story about the boy who cried wolf <laughs> yeah no, that, that was awesome though I, I caught that thing in fast moving water like up in the the white i don't know the white turbulent water i was throwing a big mm-hmm. joshy he just nailed it yeah well i caught that the second fish caught it in the same spot with another big joshy throwing it up there and I actually, I, cause you told me, you know, oh yeah, he was sitting down in the, in the white stuff. And I was like, all right, cool. So I threw it up and let it trickle down. And the second it trickled down, that second 17 inch fish just destroyed it. Yeah. And I was like, oh Lord. And I said it and it was, oh, it was perfect. Another great hook set. Loved it. Douglas, way to go again. Because <laughs> I, I, I almost missed it. Like I, I felt it and I was like, oh, it's just the water. And we got, we've lost, like I'd lost three ball head jigs by that point. You'd lost like two spinner baits. And two sled heads. Under, yeah, because I had to keep borrowing Justin's. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I, I left. I was not prepared for this freaking trip, dude. I left everything at home. Left all my little tubes from my Calcos battle box, and so I had to borrow jig heads from Justin. Luckily, he had some jig masters in there because I love those. Yeah, I, I, I don't expect <clears throat> to get mine, but uh, but yeah, man, it was a great trip. It was awesome. Uh, other than I wore shorts like a novice, and my <laughs> legs are lobsters. Uh, they, they still, still lobster? Oh, dude, they're not. I mean, they're 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 not they're not great. I mean, I don't know if you can. See. It's they're kind of tanning up, but yeah. like it still hurts to like touch. So yeah. tender. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not a good time. <sighs> so yeah, that's why I, I wear those quick dry wading pants. You, uh, oh yeah. I already bought some. Which it's fine. We we did an episode about that. If you guys go back, you can look up like sun protection or whatever. We whole episode about it. It's pretty cool. Which is a great episode. So you don't turn out like me and mm. can't walk the next day and have boils on your legs uh, as you're finishing the float. So yeah, yeah it's not a great time. Yeah. Really not fun. <laughs> yeah. So well, cool. Uh, 
yeah, good trip. Uh, let's get into the technique specific line because this is something I've never gotten into. I mean, I've used Sunline Sniper F- FC and stuff like that. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Where do you want to start yeah. with the uh, technique-specific line? Uh, we can start with flipping, just for the simple fact that everyone will flip, whether they need to or not. Flipping is just a fun technique to throw because you're making accurate cash. You're thrown up into cover. But a lot of times, you're either you're throwing – traditionally, it's always been braid, right? So you're throwing braid up into cover, and then you think you have a fish, and you set your Texas rig or your punch rig or whatever – with 60 pound braid on into a log and then you're cutting your braid because you're trying to de-earth the log because 60 pound braid just won't ever break. So we can start and I'm a big sunline dude. There are a few things that will transfer here and there, but sunline FC flipping or flipping FC. Um, This is a fluorocarbon for flipping, which is awesome because while flipping can traditionally be a, Kind of a reaction bite because you're flipping for fish uh like in beds and stuff like that but if you're flipping into some cover and a fish can look at it fluorocarbon is never bad to have for the simple fact that they're not gonna be able to see the line as easy yeah um, i was gonna mention debate, that but i was gonna mention that because you said braid before i that's actually kind of like an outdated thing nobody's doing it anymore really yeah, a lot of guys, and I was like the last person to change. I was braid all day long just because I was flipping so much down south, and I was just throwing braid. And I was like, "Oh, you should go to fluorocarbon." I was like, "No, that's stupid. I'm just going to use braid because I'm going to." I was afraid I was going to break fluorocarbon, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, haven't done it yet, especially with this. So this is 18 pound, and what's great about this is this line. If when you're flipping, a lot of people you're flipping, and then you're pulling your rod up and you're really watching your line to see if there's the fish is just sucking it in or taking you know nibbles at it and stuff it's almost like a bigger version of a ned rig sometimes because you're kind Mm -hmm. of really wanting to focus on that bite but what's cool about this i don't know if the camera's going to pick it up but there's clear and then if you pull that out you can kind of see it change to yellow yeah which looks kind of like this so every 
I want to say because there's the the line change, which you can kind of see it like back on my line and stuff. The green on yeah, it's green side. on yep, yep. So what's cool about that is you're still getting the fluorocarbon, you know, look and the feel. You want to tie your bait where it's clear, obviously, where you mm-hmm. have a little bit of clear line coming up. So, oh. like if I was tying this right now, this is all clear that I'm pulling out and can't. I mean, you can see because it it's line, but when you're watching it, you watch that those green parts and you can still see your line, which is like awesome because the soft bites and stuff you can pick it up instantly. Yeah. It's exactly why I use high vis yellow braid when I'm, you know, on my knit rig and stuff like that, so I can line watch. Yep, that's exactly what I was getting ready to say. It literally brings it kind of makes flipping instead of like a you don't always have to pick the rod up to feel the weight of the fish. You can actually watch your line tick or just move a little bit and you can set the hook that much faster, which mm. when it comes to flipping, that's like a big advantage because sometimes the bass will suck it in and then push it right back out. They'll literally f- suck in the bait and then they'll flush all the water and your bait will come out. So when you see that little tick, you can set that hook immediately and maybe get a fish that wasn't interested, especially bed fishing because a lot of times they'll pick lures up yeah swim two feet and then spit it out because they just want it out of the bed they don't know what it is they think it's a leaf or a rock or something they're like that just doesn't go with the feng shui of my bed and they'll move it out um so it's the same concept why we use high vis braid on finesse techniques yeah uh how how many inches is that green part on that line so on this line let's bring it out because so I'm looking, just curious, the reason why I ask is because it seems like you'd be wasting a lot of line if you're trying to tie on, you know Yeah, I mean? no, I agree with you. So with the green, the green starts right here and ends, I would say, what is that, about maybe maybe nine inches? Yeah. Maybe. So maybe you're wa- you'll be nine. wasting nine inches at a time. Yes, but no, because that's where that starts. And obviously this line's been cut. But here, that is all fluorocarbon, and that's been cut some. That's all clear fluorocarbon. So your clear is a lot longer. You're only getting. Well, what I'm saying is, if you want to tie onto the clear part, you got to cut off the nine inches of green. Like if that's what's showing at the being in the line. True. Yes, but I mean, you can you can kind of take care of that when you're lining your reel. I understand yeah. where you're coming from. Like uh, now uh, throughout the day, if you break off a lot, like Saturday, for example, if I was throwing this and I was breaking off as much as I have, I'd probably get down to the green and then I'd have to cut some to get back to clear. Yep. But when you're first setting the reel up, like with this, when I first set it up, I made sure to spool it up to where I had clear on there, a full clear. I cut it at green, went through my uh, rod and then tied my knot to where I still had clear left over. So you're starting the day at clear. You can kind of control mm-hmm. where it's at. Um, but yeah, I know where you're coming from. So yes, that's, that would be the only drawback. Cause if not, then you're throwing green fluorocarbon and depending on the water clarity, they can see that. <laughs> hey, well, if you're fishing the lakes here in Ohio, it's probably not, it's, it, I mean, yeah. you can get away with straight braid in Ohio cause we got dirty water here. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I know guys that throw crankbaits on braid. Yeah. Chatter baits, anything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Just a reaction bait. Uh, I know guys who throw jerk baits on braid, which a jerk really? bait. Yeah, to me, that's weird. No, it's too, it's way too stiff. Uh, there's no nothing, but jerk baits are either reaction bait. Like right now, I'll throw jerk baits and they'll just eat it because they see it and they're freaking out because they're fish. And then in the winter, they're staring at that bait before they eat it. I don't understand how braid works, but I know guys who throw it with braid and they catch fish all day long. 
So yeah, I mean, I used to do straight braid. I'm big Joshi on their website. They actually recommend using braid with their baits, but then I got away from it. I started using a leader and stuff, and I think I catch more fish. Yeah, I mean, that's just kind of how where I'm at. I think I catch more fish. I've also kind of lined down because there's a whole new thing out there that talks about fish don't care what color the line is they care about diameter which is why braid is starting to make a little comeback because braid is so thin but you know to each their own i like fluorocarbon i don't want the fish to see a green line unless i'm fishing like super dirty like frogs all day long they're not looking at the line they're hitting a frog i don't care but you know everything top water bait Mm-hmm. I, I kind of gotten away from. I used to use braid on like whopper ploppers and buzz baits. I kind of got away from that just because I f- felt like I was ripping it out of their mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean that's why when we'll get into it on this episode, but that's why I. I mean I've switched my whole top water line, I, unless it's a frog because I want because sometimes I'm setting yeah. a hook on a frog fish from sixty yards away. I want to make sure I have the same amount of power at the front of the line and the back of the line. Um. Or, you need it to rip that crap out, like out of pads right. and heavy grass. Exactly, and stuff. pads, heavy grass, and then I'll use <clears throat> braid on um, uh, poppers, just because I'm getting a straight pop every time. I'm not having yeah. to wait for slack and reel up; like it's pop, 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 and it works. So, yeah. But we'll get into that. Um, so, any other questions about the flipping? No, that's actually interesting. I didn't know it had different colors. That's kind of cool. Yeah, which is great. Um, well, another, I do have another question. Yeah. Does it come in like bigger line spools since it has those sections, or is it still 150? It's 200 yards, so they're 200-yard spools, which is uh, not necessarily standard because, well, I guess it is for Sunline in the U.S. Yeah. Sniper comes in 200 yards. Um, Assassin comes in 225 um, and then 200. They do have an option on their website where you can buy this in 400-yard spools. So mm-hmm. you can get a little bit longer, larger, but I think they pretty much everyone does that. So, yeah. but it's set up pretty good at the beginning of this line. When you first get out of the box, there's longer fluorocarbon or longer green, excuse me. Cause they know you're putting that on the very bottom of the reel. Yeah. Um, and then mm-hmm. it starts going to more fluorocarbon, less fluorescent, more or less, more or less. So that's cool. Yeah. But um, super last thing, super designed for, like I said, flipping, but it's super abrasion resistance. So it's perfect for flipping around. Like, don't be afraid of flipping this into cover and rocks and stuff like that, which we'll get into another line for that. But this is designed for everything you do with braid in a fluorocarbon setting. So, so is it, is it like thicker diameter? How how does, how does that? So you're looking at like, this is 18 pounds. So that's, it's a 360 millimeter to compare to a 20 pound sniper. Or not mm-hmm. eighteen pound sniper. Eighteen pound sniper is three hundred eighty millimeters, so it's a little bit less diameter, which is weird. I know, that but is weird. the how they explain it, the the type of fluorocarbon bonding they're using actually makes it more abrasion resistance. Kind of like oh, the so. uh, like another one we'll talk about is the Seaguar Brazex. This is designed to be thrown around rocks, stuff like that. This is another good flipping opportunity line because you can throw this around rocks. Um, stumps, docks. If you obviously this is ten pound, but if you, I, I personally have this for 
if I'm throwing crankbaits into cover or under yeah. docks where I'm rushing up against stuff, this is awesome for abrasion as well. It's the type of fluorocarbon bond it has. Um, you get super sciencey, and I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I am not that smart of a person, so uh, I just go off what actually happens. And I've thrown this flipping stuff into a tree and brought it back out, and then felt my line after I worked it, and there was not a nick in it or anything. It was awesome. That's crazy. So, is that like a that a Brazex? Is that some something that you would use in the river over? sniper yeah yeah and like in the river i would definitely use like a brazex or even because you can get flipping and lighter uh stuff i the the bad drawback for flipping is it doesn't like to cast super great so like you're far cast it doesn't really want to cast um it looks like you're playing with rice krispy treats like now that's all i want <laughs> like i want to go buy some rice krispy treats i'd love to make them but last i know time somebody I did, who makes them like burnt i know and they're awesome i've eaten them before your wife's rice krispy <laughs> treats are amazing but uh yeah so this this is great for flipping and short pinpoint cast it's not great for casting um like long stuff because it mm. it likes to have it doesn't i wouldn't say memory it just likes to get hung up on the guides a little bit so you'll cut a lot of your cast down um a brazex surprisingly while this is super abrasive resistance this cast fairly well i've put smaller crankbaits on this and i have casted them and they cast fine so I don't know what the difference between them are necessarily as in why this cast better than this does. Um, the big thing is they both tout, you know, abrasion resistance is crazy. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I've never used the Braze. Well, let me see. Yeah. I've never used the Brazex. I think the red label is probably the only Seaguar product I've used, but I've heard really good stuff about a Brazex and Invisex and stuff. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm a huge Sunline guy, but in my opinion, Invisex has its place. Um, mm -hmm. All these spools of Invisex are all 10 pounds or less, and they're all for leaders. Oh, that's yeah. all. We can kind of just jump into leaders from this because that's, I mean, technique-specific line. This technically isn't for leaders, but I use all this for leaders until I found Seaguar Blue Label. Blue um, Label. Blue Label. So super small spools. They only come in... 25 yard spools well How they come in bigger they? but uh like 10.99 a little pricey a little pricey for 25 yards yes super Ooh, pricey yeah um but it is one of the best uh uh leader materials i've ever used now see or sunline makes a great leader sunline fc sniper or fc uh, leader which is kind of just like this it's still like 12 bucks a spool it only comes and i think that comes in 35 yard spools so you're getting a little bit more bang for your buck yeah. but the the big plus with this is the the combo that they're using for the fluorocarbon has a resin built in and this is for like this eight pound leader i would have no problem fighting a carp on it and actually fighting the carp huh. like without it's, like it's, turning your drag down yeah, without like having to baby it and everything, this stuff is super abrasion resistant, super impact resistant. It's great for throwing Ned rigs. Like my Ned rig rod has this on it. This is only eight pound. And I have this on my Ned rig rod as a leader because I'll throw it into, I mean, you know how it is on the river or even some lakes with, you know, how it was in Dale Hollow. We were throwing Ned rigs off of rock faces and it was rocky all the way down. Yeah. And I never worried about my line getting a nick in it or breaking or anything like that. This stuff has been awesome. Hmm. Um, 
And I don't I mean, think I've ever seen that stuff on shelves. It's it's hard to find. Um, the only place I've ever seen it, a couple Bass Pros down south have had it. The Bass Pro here in Cincy had it, and I don't think they have it anymore. Um, but typically I'll get them on Amazon or I'll get it from Seagar's website. I've been nursing this one just because I don't want to order another one, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> I've been nursing this one for a hot minute. But the that, school I mean, is actually just that right That should in there last you forever anyway. 25 yards is how many feet? 70 something feet and yeah, if you do which, if you use a six foot leader every time that's going to last you a while yeah exactly and this is i mean i bought this last year and i'm probably down to i probably have it's super clear so that's another plus of it i probably have i've got every bit of four or five liters left in it if i really wanted to yeah. so like it it goes a far a long way because a lot of people think leader line 12 bucks oh, i'm only get 25 yards yeah but you're you're not spooling a reel up with it you're only putting four to eight feet on max at one time yeah so. that's how i look at it i mean after i spool up my reels i, I use red label well right now i'm i've used fc sniper and stuff too but i'll use the leftover stuff on the reel or on the spool for leader material yeah i was Ooh. doing that for a long time um <clears throat> The only issue is with actual leader lines, they tend to be a little bit, a little bit thinner. So mm-hmm. you get a little bit better feel, especially going from a leader line to a braid. You, your braid's on there, so you feel everything and you can see the bite. So putting like if you were throwing thirty pound braid, which is I throw twenty to thirty pound as a backer. If I'm throwing tw- like twelve pound sniper on that thicker line, I might lose a little feel. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying you're going to lose all of it, but you might lose some. That's why I will always go like I've gotten so meticulous about my Alberto knots that I can do a 30 pound braid to like an uh, eight pound leader, which shouldn't be possible because the eight pounds so much thinner, but a little bit of Alberto in a little bit extra twists and a little bit of fish glue. And it works great. (laughs) Fish glue. No, I'm not joking, man. That stuff that you can buy, it's like $3 at the tackle shop. Uh, Let's see, do I have that's I interesting? Have in here. But it's like three bucks at the tackle shop, and it comes with a little paintbrush. And I put it on my Alberto knots. Now I test them first to make sure I'm not just gluing a bad knot, and they hold fine. And then I throw some fat fish glue on it. Bing, bam, boom, it's done. That stuff will hold forever to where, like, I've had braid break before that knot that's will break crazy. with the fish glue on it. Yeah, I broke it wow. a tip trying to break line, like it's <laughs> and that, and it just still wouldn't break. Like I broke the tip, and the line's still on. So, like, that fish glue is money. Um, and you can use it to repair plastics and everything. Whole other show. We can talk about that another time, but it's money. That's awesome. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. I never even thought about doing that. So, Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff out there, and I'm super mm. finicky about how I do stuff. So if I can find something that's going to make something last longer to where I don't have to go through a $12, 25-yard spool as quick, I will do it. <laughs> Yeah, this is the kind of stuff that you don't really want to spend money on. You know what I mean? Like, it's cool buying lures and stuff, but line, you're just like, I don't want to buy that. (laughs) Oh, I mean, I've got an eight foot table full of lures. Like, I've got, (laughs) I can, I can count six fire crawl jackhammers right now. And I love, I love buying those every time. Yeah. Uh, You know, I've got mag drafts sitting here, gillies, uh, B wall crawls. I've got everything. And these are all happy. I love buying these. When I buy line, I get mad. Like, I'm like, this is stupid. Like I and it's, can't even it's do like, what we do without line either. Exactly. It's a fundamental. Pro- like I'll buy a rod all day long. I'll buy reels. Like, did I need this reel? 
No. Do I have six reels sitting over there and aren't getting used? Yes. But this is fun. When yeah. I go buy line, I'm like, dude, this is dumb. I don't want to buy line. Like, but you can't just buy the cheapest stuff for everything yeah. because Berkeley vanish. Yeah, dude. Like Berkeley, <laughs> I, I tell you what, on reaction base, not terrible. The, the not strength sucks. So make sure you get some fisherman's glue or some hot glue or something weird. I don't know. Just make sure your knot doesn't come out. But I mean, not the worst thing in the world. It's better than like trilene or str- <laughs> don't, don't string fluorocarbon. I've got a buddy who fishes nothing but string. He's like, it's the best line ever. And then he wonders why like his line breaks halfway into it, like a hook set or something. I was like, yeah, it's because you're throwing string, man. But you know, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> a little off topic. I've used it, I've, like I've used string fluorocarbon before. I wasn't impressed with it. Yeah, I've used it too. It casts really. The only reason I bought this stuff at the very beginning, which is line butter which is a yeah. line conditioner. The only reason I bought this is because I had string on a reel, and I was like, I just spooled this whole reel up. I'm not just going to de-spool it. So I would spray yeah. this on like eight times a day just to keep the memory out of it and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, I know when you know you have a good line when it ties really smooth. That's that's mm-hmm. when, when, when I look at fluorocarbon, that's the first thing I look at. Like, if it ties on smooth where you don't have to wet the line and it just goes silky smooth it's gonna be a good line oh yeah all day long that's that's a an easy check mark if that does that the line's got to be somewhat decent like it'll do the job for me um but sniper snipers like that man i'm oh that stuff ties so well it ties super smooth and the knots are ridiculously tough yeah which red red label is tough but it it doesn't tie like sniper does. Yeah, so it's red label red label is one of those lines that is super like it's great because it's inexpensive and it's a tough line. Like you can throw that in a stick pile and the the line itself isn't gonna like be terrible. It's not as abrasive resistance as like abrasex or something, but it'll get the job done. But it's it it doesn't like friction at all. Like when you're tying a knot or anything, like I've tied knots with red label because that's all I used for a long time because it was cheap and it did the job. Um, but you could feel the line after, like I always check the knot frayed. right above the knot. Yeah, dude. And it's frayed or it's got a little nick in it. And then now my confidence is like, oh, if I said look on this fish, I'm just going to break it right at that fray. Yep. So I I've have actually to, done that too. It's kind and, of funny. And it's, and it's terrible. So I had to cut it off, retie, and I got I I just got so annoyed doing that that I just said, screw it. I'm just gonna start buying nicer line. Spit on it before you cinch it down. That's what I yep. do. I'm gonna say I put the line in my mouth and I just swish it around a little bit. And which for That's me good. I have That's to be so careful. To do, though. I I know, but for me I gotta be careful because I'll get a piece of dip in my line and I'm worried about that's gonna ruin it. So <laughs> like I had to start over again. Like it's just you know, it's the price we pay. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. We were so I was fishing up north with Aaron Steiger, and me and him was side by side. And I was stuck in like I couldn't get my lure run done. He's, I'm just sitting here trying to break the line. He's like, "Dude, what are you using?" I was like, 12 pound uh, red label." He's like, "That is some strong stuff." I'm like, "I, I yeah, like that's the thing. Like red good. label's super strong. Like it feels 12 pound feels like 18 pound. Like it's strong yeah. as all get out, but." I I don't know, man. I got tired of retying. I got tired of finding a phrase and just yeah. it just bugged me. So it's it's kinda... funny. Funny you mentioned that. Like it does 12 pound red label does not feel like 12 pound sniper or even the 12 pound line fishing line I'm using. L Y N. 
Yeah, which, about to say. You guys should check that check that out. Jigmasters has it on their website. I gave it a try today. That stuff ties just like Sniper does, and it is very smooth casting. Excuse me, very smooth casting line. I like yeah, it. I'm I'm super pumped <clears throat> to try that because that's because <clears throat> the bad thing with Sunline is they went up in price a good bit. So if I keep the obsession going, I'm gonna have to work a couple extra hours to be able to afford it, which you know sucks because that's all I use. I mean, I'm full of Sunline back here, but I'm gonna run out eventually. Um, you can so, always go yeah, to American that, Legacy Fishing, remember. They got that sale. You could. Yeah, and they do have that sale, and I haven't bought any, and now I'm afraid I'm going to – I've probably missed it, which is unfortunate, but whatever. There'll, there'll be more sales. Um, but, yeah, some, it, it's, it doesn't cast as well. Red Label, in my opinion, just doesn't cast as well. It likes to get hung up on your guides a little bit more, um, and it frays just too quick. Yeah. That's just me. Everyone's different. Everyone, you know, some no, guys I, who are fishing nothing but deep stuff with no obstructions around, they probably love it because it doesn't. I agree. Great, but I've used I've used it for the last two years now, and I agree with you. Yeah, but so. I, you know I'm cheap, so fourteen ninety nine for a box of fluoro. I'm like, yep, that'll do. We're getting ready to beat you, beat you on the cheap stuff because you've got introduced to some JDM reels. <laughs> Well, man, if I'm going to like this, the line fishing line, I'm going to start using that. Yeah, I want to get prices to try that, too, because that's I mean, what is it for a two or 150 yard spool? It's like 11 bucks, maybe 12 bucks. I'm going to go to their website right now because I don't know how much Cody actually sent that uh, spool to me. I didn't pay for it because I was like, you know what? It's not on your website. I want to try it. He's like, I'll just send it to you. I'm like, OK. <laughs> Yeah, I'll let you do that. <laughs> so they got the clear fluoro uh, line fishing line, two hundred yards for twelve ninety nine. Yeah, I mean that's that that's crazy. Deal. Yeah, I mean you can get a thousand yards of twelve pound for forty seven bucks because it's on sale right now. That's insane. And like it's, I mean, it's, it's like diameter. steps above red red label. And it's oh, cheap. I can, I can, I can imagine, and it's the same diameter as twelve pound sniper. So it means it's gonna cast really well. Hmm. Ooh, ooh, what's up? I might be, might be changing, might be changing from the old Sunline. Uh, I'll let you try it first before. Oh yeah, obviously, I'm not gonna <clears> buy a thousand yard spool yet because if I like it too much, I'm just gonna buy a thousand yard spool in like every size I can. Yeah. So. Heck yeah. That's the joy of the spooling machine I got, man. Makes life super uh, easy. I f that's the question I was going to ask you earlier. Uh, who makes that blue braided line that I've been seeing on Shimano reels? Blue braided line. There's a couple. So Power Pro has a blue. Um, who has it? They have that like seafoam blue, and then they have a darker blue. Um, there's a couple companies. Who oh, make, yeah. Like, small... Power the big Pro. thing with Shimano with all their adverts and whatnot, a lot mm. of them are geared toward saltwater fishing. So there's a lot of companies that make braid for saltwater that is, that's blue because it matches the ocean because it's blue. I, I'm sure that's not like the technical reason why, but that's why I believe it's blue is because the water in the ocean is blue. So, um, that's kind of weird. But, and blue looks better on adverts. That's probably mostly what it is too. Blue looks good. So. Shimano Pitbull. Shimano what? There's a line called Shimano Pitbull. 
Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hmm. New to me. I might have to try that. Yeah, it's just it showed up when I typed in Shimano blue braided line. So yeah, Yozuri. I think that's who I talked to somebody. They said Yozuri was the blue braided line they were using. It could be too. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> oh, this Pitbull's uh, JDM stuff. Ooh, another thing I got to try now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, man. It's it's where are we at? Let's go to another technique. Cranking. Do the cranking. Yeah. Yeah. So Sunline makes a cranking FC, which is just a fluorocarbon. And a lot of people say, oh, well, what's the difference from just FC Sniper, which is also a fluorocarbon. So the big difference is this isn't a coated fluorocarbon like you see with um, like FluoroClear from P-Line or, or I think yeah. it's yeah, P-Line, FluoroClear. Co- which is, line. It's a copolymer. This is actually a full fluorocarbon doesn't float so it's full floor but it has stretch and it has stretch without the line getting um have too much memory in it i can get it off there so it's just regular fluorocarbon but it's got some bounce to it and that line still stays nice and smooth but it has bounce to it which is awesome when you're throwing crankbaits that have treble hooks on them which they all do we were just talking about that. Remember? Cause I was, I was telling you how I use mono on my crankbaits and stuff. Yep. So Cause I like to stretch. You like the stretch. And a lot of people for a long time, it's been, people are wanting to use for crankbaits and whatnot. They're using a medium rod with um, a moderate tip because it gives them a little bit more forgiveness, a little bit more play. Yep. So now with this line, you actually don't need to use, and I've tested it. You can use, I've used this on a crankbait stick with, or my crankbait stick used to be a medium extra fast. And I put this on there and I had plenty of play because the line was so forgiving. Hmm. Um, I had a fast enough tip to where I could get that hook set, but the line stretched just enough to where it still pinned that fish, which is awesome. That's interesting. Um, I, want, yeah, I wonder what they do to make it have stretch. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they, they say it's a P or PI on technology, which makes the line a slicker so better casting yep and then in the in the process of making the fluorocarbon when they're bonding because fluorocarbon is a bunch of molecules that are actually bound together it's really if you really look at the science of fluorocarbon it's pretty cool because it's not like fibers like braid or even monofilaments of fiber technically it has a single fiber in the inside fluorocarbon are molecules that are bound together that make Mm -hmm. the line 
Um, so when they're doing that bonding process, they make it to where it's a little bit stretchier, which adds for reaction baits. Um, I will say they say you can use it for jerks. I don't like it for jerks. It's got too much stretch for jerk baits, in my opinion. Hmm. Um, same reason why I like throwing jerk baits on. Like when I'm working the jerk bait, the line wants to hang up a little bit. And I'm not getting the full hunting pattern of jerk bait. <laughs> But for crankbaits and stuff you're reeling back, even uh, chatterbaits, it's fantastic for chatterbaits too because it gives you a second to catch up to that fish and really set the hook in. Yeah. Uh, so awesome stuff. Awesome That's, stuff. I, that might be something I have, I have to look into. I, I'm using a moderate rod right now, though, and I pair that with 8-pound uh, trilene X, XT mono. Yeah, so I mean, I kind of switch back and forth. I have a crankbait stick that's set is set up with that, and I have a crankbait stick. Like especially when I'm going to the river, I have a crankbait stick that's a medium fast with mono on it. But it's because I also two purpose that rod as a topwater rod too, so I can use it. My line will still float if I want it to. Um, and on the river, you're not making bomb cast or anything like that. Like when I go to lakes or reservoirs or anything, I'll use the Sunline crank, so yeah. I can really bomb the cast out there and actually make longer cast and the line will sink get my bait a little bit lower in the water column so yeah that's it oh that's interesting yeah and it's it's crazy how they're making these lines because some lines big on making technique specific lines they have a whole line of them um that you know like seagar has a braze x and invis x and red label and you know, Tatsu, but they're all basically fluorocarbons. They're not technique-specific fluorocarbons. Some yeah. line makes a lot of technique-specific fluorocarbon lines. Um, like, for instance, if you're doing a lot more bomb cast and you don't want the fish to see it, you have Sunline Assassin. Mm -hmm. So Sunline Assassin, they all all these Sunline uh, lines have the P-ion technology is what they call it, and that helps for if the line is super slick, which is why you're tying your knot super – they just cinch down – um, it casts so much better than your average line will, but with this, the line is a little bit slicker for these. So when you continually cast it, that's why this stays so great at casting because the line's slicker. So it's not get picking up friction. It's not picking up water mm -hmm. on the line or anything like that. You're actually just casting the line every time. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that's, I mean, that's where this comes in and you have crank and then you have flipping, um, they have a, a top water line. So. Cam uh, gave me a spool of that assassin when we were down at Dale Hollow. I tied mm -hmm. it on. Uh, I don't, I can't, it feels a little different than Sniper. Yeah, it, it, it will a little bit. Um, it <clears throat> tends to be like, for instance, it's like well, a cloudier look, too. You know what I mean? It is, yeah. I mean, I would definitely say assassin is for your, your reaction baits. You're not wanting to use it for finesse stuff. That's where if you're just wanting to use like Sniper is perfect for that because it's super clear. Um, assassin's design for that, which you would think sniper and assassin, they would switch the names. Assassin would be clearer because it's an assassin, but whatever. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit thicker of a line, so it's better for casting and it has better abrase X or it has better abrasion technology in it. So it's kind of on that same par as abrase X. Um, when it comes to resistance to structure and whatnot, um, but this will overall, like if you put this on a rod and throw the same lure and put sniper on a log, put it on the same lure and cast it all day, you'll find that sniper will cast better at the end of the day still. Just because it's not it's not picking up stuff in the water as much. During uh, when we get all the little floaties in the river, I'll throw nothing but assassin because they will fall off their line. It's awesome. Yeah. 
I got you. Cottonwood and whatnot. Yeah, I hate that stuff. It's into May, about the time of the yep. year. I'm about to say we're getting ready to get it and hate our lives, but yeah. Um, so moving on, um, you have anything left on the crank stuff? No. Well, uh, compare the stretch to mono. Like it, it's not as much stretch as mono. No, right? it's not as okay. much stretch as mono. Um, it's mono has, uh, I mean, mono's known for being stretchy, being super forgiving. It, this is a little bit stiffer than mono, but still gives you enough stress to really pin trouble bait fish which is nice gotcha so um top water we can go into that and we can just before we jump yeah. into the other things we can stay on sunline so this is the jdm product it's called fine float fine float it's a i wouldn't say a copolymer i would tell you exactly what it is but it's all in japanese um <laughs> and as much as i love them i'm not a japanese guy but um it's kind of, I'm looking at it. They still has the PI on technology. So again, it, it likes to cast forever. It, it's super slick. The big plus with this is how they've designed the bond in it is this has a 40% better chance of floating for longer periods of times without getting, you know, too stretchy because mono gets super stretchy over time to where it's got so much stretch, especially with uh, spinning rods or reels. Mm-hmm. you'll find that you'll get wind knots because mono stretch out over time, things like that. This is designed to eliminate that. What is that called again? Float? Fine float two. I've got it pulled up the SIG line, fine float two. Um, and yeah, I was about to say. So this stuff is awesome. And another plus with it is it's designed to throw super light rigs. So if you're wanting to throw, like I'll use this for top water because it's, a clear or not clear it's a yellow it's not braid it's got a little bit of stretch to it still but it's yellow so i can kind of see a little bit better especially for those early morning conditions and i haven't even opened this one yet i've got my open one back there but that's okay i don't feel like searching for it to be honest with you um <laughs> so it's that clear stuff or not clear mm-hmm. yellow but it's got a little bit of stretch, but it has still less stretch than what monofilament will have, which is what I yeah. like, especially, you know, because this is considered a mono, um, which I'm not a huge mono fan unless I'm throwing top water now with this stuff. You, originally, it was nothing but the other option, which is braid. Everyone throws, Everyone's been throwing braid for a long time. I'm not a huge fan of throwing braid anymore on top water because I feel like I jerked the fish away too quick. Yeah, that's what I said. Yep, kind of like what you said. So I've switched to this stuff, and this has been awesome. Um, I'm a big fan of it. I've also started to play with, because this stuff's hard to get. That's the only bad thing with this, is it's a JDM product. You have to order it. Very few shops in the U.S. will carry it. I think Hookup's Hooked one up of the tackle. Only shop. Say, I think Hookup's one of the only shops that like, carry it <laughs> online where you can order. That's yeah. like you can also go buy it locally. Like You're not going to find this in a Dick's. You're not going to find it in a Bass Pro or a Cabela's. Um, or even your small mom and pops, you're not going to find this stuff in there. So I like using this a lot, but I'm trying to find a more domestic version that I can buy. And that's kind of led me now, this is super heavyweight, but it's kind of led me to P line top water. Hmm. So this stuff is a copolymer, but it floats as a copolymer polymer. But when you throw it out, it actually disappears fairly well. Um, yeah, not a that... ton of stretch, really stiff, which is nice mm-hmm. for top water 
walking baits and poppers, stuff like that. So we, we actually had a show online where we had a couple of the uh, hosts come on before they, uh, Brian talked about copolymer. He was using Floraclear, and it, mm-hmm. all it is cope, co- copolymer. All it is, is a mono line with a fluorocarbon uh, coating. Yep. That's, that's all it is. It's not is that what the top water is. Yep. So top water is the same thing. Um, I'm not, not a fan of P line. Uh, it falls into my general thinking of it's main Japan. So I'm a big fan of it, but yeah. with most of the other stuff, I'm, I'm still, you know, been sunlined. They have some fluorocarbons that are really nice and fluoroclear. I'm not a huge copolymer fan either because I believe like you're getting fluoroclear. It's like you said, it's monofilament with a fluorocarbon coating. It's, yeah. I can still see it when I throw it really well. Like it doesn't disappear like sniper or, you know, crank or anything. It doesn't disappear super quick. It still has the mono stretchy in my opinion. Now this is one that I found that doesn't, it's super stiff for a copolymer. It is, it's almost as stiff, if not as a little bit less, it's almost as stiff as braid in my opinion, huh. which is awesome. Now this is super heavy stuff. I got some 12 pound back there, but this is 25 pound. I've been tempting myself. I've been throwing frogs with it and uh, I'm in Ohio. So I don't catch many frog fish, but last year I caught one frog fish with this on it and I didn't have, it stretched a little bit at the, at the frog. I had to retie cause I stretched a good bit, but that was a heavy hook set at distance and yeah. it still pinned the fish. It got the hooks in there. So it was strong enough to get it in the hooks in there. And then it, I'm, I'm thinking it stretched in the fight cause the fish, fought back into some heavy crap and I had to pull them out. But after that, I'd have no problem throwing that and worrying about the line breaking, maybe stretching, but not breaking, which is mm. awesome for a clear top water. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I, need, I don't know what, like, I don't know what I would want to go. F- Cause I like all my rods are multi-use. So mm-hmm. my, the same rod I use for crankbaits, I'll use for the whopper plopper or, I don't know. Sometimes a Rico, I guess. I don't know which line I would want to go with in that situation. Cranking yeah, I mean, it kind of, it kind of, that's the only drawback for me. Like, that's why on the river, I don't use a copolymer. I still use just a straight mono. And I use on the river, I use the suffix. This is the, the best mono that I've found other than that the sunline float to um, <clears throat> suffix pro mix, which is a copolymer, but it's, how do I say it? It's a copolymer that acts more like a fluorocarbon. And I'm not worrying saying as in it disappears. Well, it just, it casts like a fluorocarbon does. Yeah. Um, which is super smooth. It's got good knot strength. I've never had much issue with this. Um, and it has a low stretch. So I, I I'll throw this on the multi-use rod. But it's mostly again. I mean, it casts decent. It casts well, almost as good as fluorocarbon. But I'm still not making bomb casts with this. It's a river line. That's all I use it for, and it's cheap. So if I have to go through it, I don't really care. Um, yeah, copolymer is pretty cheap. You can get like, I know the floor clear stuff. You can get like 600 yards for 15 bucks or something. Yeah, it's super cheap, and it it for certain applications it would probably work great. Like cer- certain type of fishing applications, you can get heavier floor clear, and probably use it for. Uh, you know, I could see definitely for like a heavier stuff for catfish and things like that. Um, I could definitely see that being worth it. 600 yards, 15 bucks. Great. Um, but for me, the only time that gets put on is like I said, I use it for that one rod 
when I'm not using float, which I'm getting down. I only have two spools of this left, so I'm trying to make this last a little bit longer. Um, and right now I'm switching be between the two, and that has been my like river cranking topwater dual purpose rod, just because it's cheap. It casts well enough to make ten or fifteen yard cast upstream to swing a crankbait back to me and works. So I'm surprised you don't have with all the reels you have. I'm surprised you don't have some of them spooled up already and just switch in and out on rods. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just to, to prove it, this these rot reels have been sitting here for probably I don't know a little bit, and they got respooled three or four days ago. So this okay. is, <laughs> yeah, that's sixty five pound braid, which is just in case. I need to like yank someone's foundation out of their house. And then <laughs> that's 10 pounds or uh, uh, sniper. And that's the, uh, this is like the backup crankbait rod or reel. And it's a backup. Um, I've got, this one is, where'd it go? This is an SLX MGL, which is a 70 size. This is a backup flipping setup. Um, this has that 18 pound flipping fluorocarbon on it. It's eight to two. I mean, these just sit spooled. And like when we were at Dale hollow, I opened my box and I had like four reels that were spooled up. And it's literally, if I'm on the water and a reel breaks, yeah, I'm not like <clears throat> SOL and down a rod. Now I can just pop another reel on and either fix the other one or, you know what I mean? So I, I have options. So that's a good idea. I'm too yeah, poor to have those options. <laughs> well, these are all been acquired over time. Uh, I mean, I've got a, I've got an old lose BB one sitting over there that's got line on it and it hasn't been used in three years, but it gets new line every year and gets cleaned every year, even though it hasn't been used. It's a super backup. Yeah. But reels, I mean, a little bit of a uh, advice for everyone out there. You can sell rods and get new rods. Keep reels. If you can, for the simple fact that you will, all, there'll always be a day when a reel breaks and you'll have a reel that you can just swap it in that you, you know, you've used, you like it works, works out great for you. Don't sell reels. You can sell rods because you can get rods pretty quick. But yep. So, I uh, you got any other things you want to hit? Um, I kind of hit them. I was gonna hit. I had a whole thing for a brazex, but I kind of did that when I was going into the sunline flipping. Yeah, you know, I there's, was say there's you kind of hit it already. Hit the, yeah, I mean, there's there's different lines for different applications. Um, one line I didn't hit that probably a lot of people use is Invisex. Invisex is great. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com For super finesse applications. So like this is six pound. I've used this for Ned Riggs as leader, um, which I said all my leader stuff is all <clears throat> I typically will use Invisex. If I like take it when I go out on the river, I'll take a spool of Invisex just because I have plenty of leader line. Yep. Sunday or Saturday when we went, I forgot it. So I had to use some of Justin's. Justin was like the tackle store on Saturday. He was, man. I know, dude. I'm, I'm, he was super prepared and I was not and you were not. Um, but <clears throat> this stuff's great because while I love Sniper, I think it's awesome. I think it does everything great. This disappears in the water better. So super finesse applications. I like using InvisX because it does something a little bit better. Um, 
I was really big. That's why I have so much of Brazex back there before I found the flipping from Sunline. This was my go-to if I'm pitching and flipping and heavy crap or throwing a chatterbait and heavier stuff, a Brazex where it was at because this line will take a beating. It's great for reaction baits. This is kind of going to the back burner because I got flipping um, for some stuff, but this is still a good line if you're throwing crankbaits or moving baits like lipless. People love throwing lipless in a crap and grass. This is great yeah. for that because this line's not going to get cut up from that grass or from those stumps, things like that. So, you know, it's it's kind of finding the line that works for you and then <clears throat> expanding off that line. So you need a uh, line sponsor, man. Yeah, be awesome. Sunline, hit your boy up. Um, but yeah, I mean that would be that'd be great because I have so much. But at the same time, line like like I said earlier, I'm Douglas have changed my mind on rods of how I've thought about rods forever. Um Shimano has always been I've used almost every reel out there. Like I said, I have an Abu rocket over there. I've got I got a favorite reel just because I want to try it out. Not a fan. Um, I've got a lose bb1 that was awesome not a fan of the new stuff but that that was a great raw reel but i've never had any shimano reel i bought that i didn't like all about shimano but line is what i tell everybody i don't like one particular line for everything everything has a different purpose yeah they make all this stuff now it's not like it was back in the day like when we were growing up trialing was king because it was yeah. cheap it worked <laughs> for everything and it, it still can i know guys who throw nothing but trialing it works for everything but you know, we have the technology to where they're making all these different fluorocarbons to do different things and the different braids. And, you know, you have power pro like slick V2. This isn't regular power pro. This stuff casts way better comparatively. Um, it's a little bit thinner. So if you're, if you're wanting to be that guy who's throwing 20 pound power pro for cranks, you can, and it'll cast extremely well. So it's kind of, it's, it's one of those markets, kind of like the JDM market. You go down and there's lines for everything. Yeah. Everyone has their own opinion of why this is better and why this sucks. And it's, it's like I said, it's finding the line that works for you and expanding off that to find lines that work for certain applications where others don't as well. So, so, so f final thing, what do you say to somebody who's on the fence of having technique-specific line and thinking that it's just a money grab? I will always tell people same thing I told uh, a certain person that we fish with all the time. I will all the same thing I told him. Try it first. If you don't see a difference, then there's no reason for you to keep buying it because it's the same price. All these technique specific lines will differ between fifty cents to a dollar more or less. Yeah. So it's not like you're going out of your way. Try it first. At worst case, if you say I see no difference, then it's not like you're wasting a spool because it's the same as the line you're already using. But a lot of times people, when they've done it, I've got a, four or five of my buddies who I said that get some crank, throw it on your crank stick and see how you like it. And this is all they buy now for cranking. They won't buy anything else. Uh, I got a buddy who moved up back to home to Michigan. No one sells this. He orders it hmm. every like two months to get new line. Um, it's, it can be one of those where people think, oh, it's a gimmick. It's a money grab. And believe me, the fishing industry is full of it. But when it comes yeah. to line specific lines, at least from Sunline, there's other companies who make technique specific stuff that I've never tried. So I can't attest to that. But the Sunline technique specific stuff does exactly how they say it will. I've never yeah. had any issue and it's improved that technique that I'm fishing. So I definitely say give it a try. See if you like it. If you don't go back to what you're using. But I think you're going to like it and you're going to go from there 
stay with them from then on. So yeah, good stuff, man. So well, let's get your uh, final thoughts on line Lyn because you've used it and you use it not very much but a little bit. Yeah, dude. I uh, I went out today after work. I spooled it up yesterday when I got my new reel. Uh, spools up awesome. It feels nice coming out of the box. My first impression, I told you my first impression and taking it out of the box, I was like, this stuff looks like quality line. It feels like quality line. It kind of reminded me of Sunline. And then uh, spooled it up, got out after work for about an hour today and, you know, made 100 casts or so or whatever. And, man, yeah, it, it casts smooth. It looks great. I mean, it's not cloudy looking like I'd said assassin was it mm-hmm. ties awesome um i didn't have any issues of breaking off or anything so did you see a cast distance wise difference between line and like what you're using red label well i'm gonna i'm gonna say yeah because i, I think it was more the reel i was using because the mgl seems to cast a lot further than my other reels yeah but what line do you have on your <clears throat> other reels red label so maybe that, I mean, that's your difference right there. Cause like you always tell me, Oh, does the MGL are those just as good as DCs? And I say, yeah, they're, they, I mean, they keep up just as well. I like, my, I like the MGL better than my DCs. Probably cause you're, so I was like that when I first got them too, I was super traditional and I was like, I don't like a zing in my ear. And then I've got, no, I like super- the sound. It's just like the feel of the MGL. Just it's, I can't explain it. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I can, as someone who has a band MGL, the Metanium DC has an MGL spool. Even my S- SLX MGL, um, they do tend to cast <clears throat> extremely smooth because the spool's so light. Um, which that pin that down because that's a show we need to talk about. What's that? Uh, real technology. Because the Shimano market is, or not Shimano market, but Shimano and Daiwa and all these companies are making some crazy stuff in their reels. Yeah, they are. We need to go over. So we need to have somebody on for that. I agree. If anyone has the plug for Shimano or Daiwa or somebody talk about their reels, give us a holler. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, I don't even know who I'd. Oh, we're have to do some homework. But anyway, fishing line, dude. Line fishing line. It's kind of hard to say it because it's just weird. L Y N fishing line. <laughs> yeah check it out at jigmasters.com he's got plenty gonna, of stock of it but yeah so far first impressions i'm digging it so like dope, i said dope, dude. I'm, smooth. I'm excited to try it i haven't really had a new line to really try other than that p-line topwater stuff so i'm pumped to try it so heck yeah i'll have to let you tie something with it too get that sunline feel yep <laughs> <laughs> all right well i've got nothing else brad do you have anything no, I'm good. I'm tired. Me too. It's been a long day. <laughs> well, everybody, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week on the final cast. See ya. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Finn. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. 
Don't forget to check out the website, paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures. Your Midwest premier paddle sports destination. Go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina, the beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. And Jig Masters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today. You want to succeed, you want to fish, you want to be one of the greatest. Tune in to West Marine's Life on the Water, presented by Costa Custom Boats, every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents, Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.